Hey, welcome back. Good morning, everyone, or wherever you're at. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to your so random Tosh. As you can tell, your girl got sick again. But this time, it probably was the road. (laughs) I said the road. It was not the road, but Roan. The Roan. Anywho. Um, cause come to find out some of the home tests you take her not always accurate. Okay. And also I had different symptoms this time around and I blame it on my job because if y'all don't know, I work two places and this, uh, one of the places I work, I feel like that Friday, last Friday when I went in, I was okay. When I woke up Saturday morning, I was a different person. I was so sick, okay? To the point that I was feeling so weak, I couldn't smell. Um, No, I actually still could smell, and I just didn't feel right. I just started, I thought, oh, okay, here come another cold, you know? But no, no, no. Too many symptoms. Um... And I was just very upset because I had to sell a lot of my Sixers tickets. Um, I wasn't able to go and some of them didn't sell. So I was just very like, you know, a little frustrated because it was just like, what the hell? Why can't, um, why can't I catch a break? I don't, I, I'm not used to getting sick like this, you know? So I, I called my job and I did ask, like, who was sick in there? And everybody, of course, going to say, oh, nobody was sick. Nobody didn't seem like they were sick. See, somebody was sick and I caught it. Because <laughs> I backtracked. I know exactly where I go. Because congratulations to the Eagles. Okay, the Philadelphia Eagles have won the NFC Championship, and they're off to the, well, they were the NFC, but, you know, they, they won it, they won against the 49ers, and then, so now they're going to be playing um, the Kansas City uh, Chiefs, wait a minute, why is their name still Chiefs, well, okay, whatever, um, yeah, so you see how fans will get backtracked, but yeah, so congratulations to both teams. I, of course, you know, I voted for the Eagles because I am an Eagles fan and I'm so proud, but also, you know, for the first time ever, it is two black, <laughs> black men, quarterbacks, face it all, and I love it. And then also, it's two brothers. The Kelsey brothers, who I love, um, are facing off too. So, yeah. So, you know, although, you know, I love the fact that, you know, uh, Mahomes and, uh, uh, you know, Kelsey, the younger Kelsey, Travis, um, are there in attendance and Travis is fine. I have to vote for the Eagles because that's just what it's about. You know, that's my team. And uh, it's going to be a great game. And, you know, Rihanna is going to be performing. So I can't wait to see that. 
I'm very hype. I'm very hype about this particular Super Bowl. Okay, this particular. And they did a poll for the Eagles, like, what was the best team? And this year, uh, the 22-23 season, this was the best. This was the best team, and I have to agree because if you listen to my podcast early on in the season, I said it was something different about this team this time around. Like I felt the energy was different. It was really good. It was like a good feeling I kept getting with this team, and I I don't want to you know toot my own horn, but I actually was accurate, and also. I was sick the last time they won uh, the championship because you know maybe this maybe this was some maybe this was some luck that I was given you know and I don't believe in luck but you know because God is of all you know but I'm just saying like you know it might be a little thing there but anyway congratulations to the Eagles and best. Wishes to you in the Super Bowl and do your best. You got this. All right. I'm just happy. But yeah, so somebody did it. So either I'm going to have to work home (laughs) or not work in that field because I'm tired of getting sick. Okay. I cannot afford to keep getting sick. I'm missing out. I didn't even go Sunday, because I know what people try to say, you know, because I'm such a sports fan. So he probably was like, oh, Tasha's probably down there acting a fool. No, I wasn't. I actually don't really go to, like, big things like that, you know. Um, I like to look from a distance, you know. I'm I'm not really, (sighs) you know. I love the people. I love seeing it, but, uh Nah, I like to look from a distance. Even when I go to basketball games, I try to get the hell out of there. I, I'm there for the game. I mingle a little bit and I leave. I don't, I don't care to partake in the rest of the stuff. Okay, um, that's just me. Okay, I, I come, I laugh, I have fun, I talk to people. If I see people I know, I interact, I meet people. You know, but then around, like if I'm upstairs at the restaurant. Take a few pictures. Uh, but then, like, I'm done. And the reason I, if I'm upstairs in the restaurant, it's a smaller crowd. So it's not, like, a lot of people. So I, I feel a little bit better. Uh, it is, I know this sounds weird coming from me because this is a girl who's been to Coachella several times and go to festivals and concerts. I'm there for the experience. I love it. But, uh... You know, I'm not, because you, like, okay, so if Coachella, a lot of people think it's just packed and squished sardines. Not really. At Coachella, everybody's so high of the, it's like, you still don't feel, like, closed in, you know, when you're watching the show, because you can spread out anywhere and still see the show. Now, depending on the venue, so if I was to go to uh, another type of venue that's smaller, you gonna be you might feel squished in like sardines because you can't go to any angle and see the person uh, saying it or rap or whatever they're doing. But at Coachella, you can go 
on the lollipop side and still see a glimpse of an artist on the stage. So, I, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, yeah. So I like to have my space or whatever, but I don't freak out if I'm ever in a crowd or something like that. But I would prefer to have, you know, a more intimate space or not that crowded, but if I'm there, I'm going to enjoy it because life is short. Why not? You know, I have a good time. But since I've been getting sick, I don't really want to be around people. Okay. And I don't know who gave me this. Still on the hunt. I'm going to find out. But anywho, that was my rant. I went to so many subjects. But what I want to talk about, you know, since Jalen Hurts, ah, number one quarterback in my heart, uh, been playing, this young man is an outstanding quarterback. And I love his attitude. I feel like he's down to earth. You know, I don't know him personally. I just admire him when I hear him speak, you know. Uh, but one thing I have noticed is Jalen Hurts says he likes, you know, ever since he's been taking that helmet off and his face been a lot, a lot of places, you know, on TV or whatever. A lot of ladies, a lot of ladies has been, have been being more of a, a football fan. Okay. I think right now the ratio of women fans as a football fans are 60% and men is 40 Okay, we are we always been fans, but you know you know some of us are not don't know nothing about sports, you know don't know soccer from football. Okay, probably don't know football from basketball, basketball from baseball. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know if it's a goal, a touchdown, or a foul shot. I'm saying, but. They've been on that man, that young man for so long. He is a nice looking man. He, you know, you know, so, hey, if he don't get wrote, I don't know if he's on a GQ issue or if he, uh, what a, like the sexiest man, uh, alive on the Sports Illustrated or something, you know, he should be on there, you know, he should be on there. Uh, but yes, uh, young ladies, uh, women, I mean, if I was to look at him, I would be like a cougar, sugar mama. I mean, you know, whatever you want to call it, a puma, you know, I choose not to look at him that way, but you know, you, I'm, I can see with my eyes. I know what he looks like. He's a nice looking man. And I have to break it to you, ladies. He is taking and it's so nice, you know, it's with somebody that knows him from college. So, you know, that's a good thing. You know, she's a, she's a chocolate one. I mean, a brown one. You know, I, I mean, just throwing it out there. But, and happy Black History Month, Jalen Hurst. Happy Black History Month to everyone. Happy Black. And you know the Super Bowl, two black quarterbacks. Black History Month. Even though we black every day, celebrate a black person every day. If you know a black person, celebrate them. <laughs> you know, just celebrate people. You know, black people. Black people. All right. But anywho, 
<clears throat> if you hear story, that's my little puppy. You know, that's my baby girl. Honey Chow. Honey Chow is right next to me. You know, she's been she's been taking it pretty well since I've been, you know, down for the count. At first she was just like, why mommy not playing with me? I was just like, oh, I'm just so weak, honey. And she's so sweet. She's a sweet baby. But also, she has a bad ear infection, yeast infection, something going on in her ear, one of her ears, where she scratched it so bad. Some of her skin and fur came off around the ear. And I had to put some A&D ointment on it. And I, I got the antibiotics that I have to put all the peanut butter, make it like a little ball so she don't see the pill, so she can swallow the pill. And she got to take that for 14 days. So everything can heal. Poor baby. Poor baby. You know, dogs, or if you have any animals or pets, they are really your, your, your babies. You know, you really want the best for them. And you hate to see them suffer in any way. You know, so you just want to make sure they take care. You know, and it was to the point where I don't like to ask people for nothing. You know, I don't like to ask people to go get me anything. I just don't like to do it. I will dry myself if I, you know, when I'm sick, I just don't <coughs> do it. But yet, <coughs> the other day, I just, I just wasn't feeling good. So I reached out, you know, to my little cousin. And she said she couldn't do it, but my other little cousin could. <coughs> I was like, oh, this is too many people now. I only, I only, I took proud to ask one, and then when she referred to my other little cousin because she was on the phone with her, I was just like, uh, I'll just do it myself. And she was like, no, but she said she'll do it because my thing is I just don't like bothering people. You know what I mean? And it was so sweet of her because I was like, you know, I'll give you gas and told buddy, forget it, going over there to get the medicine for me. Um, and it was so nice because she did it. And when she called, she was like, oh, I, I already got the medicine for you. And I'm just like, how? I got to give you the money to get it. She was like, oh, no, you told me how much it was. So I had that on me. So I just gave it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so sweet. So I was able to give her the money back for the antibiotics. And plus give her toe and gas because, you know, she she came for work to do that. And she didn't have to. And mind you, she, she lives in Jersey. The medicine was in Philly. So it was very nice of her and I appreciate it. And it was like, okay, you you know, you it's okay, Tasha. Sometimes and when they came, my other cousin was with her. When they came, it was like, you know, you if you ever need anything, you know, we're here. Just, you know, just let us know. And I was like, you know, it's just so hard for me to ask people to do stuff for me because I'm so used to doing things for myself for so long and I just never want to feel like I'm bothering people and, you know, and it was like, no, just, you know, you really couldn't be out here driving, so why, you know, why not ask somebody if they can do it, you know? But I was just like, I just never, you know, been that been that type of person. I mean, like, when my mom was alive, like, that's the only one I probably felt comfortable with. But, you know, not everybody's your mother, you know? But it's just like, I, I always felt like, just do it on your own, you know? Just do it. But 
I almost cried. Well, I did kind of cry because I was just like, oh, it's been so long, you know? Like, wow, that was really sweet of my little cousin. So, yeah, so I was able to get uh, the medicine and uh, for Honey Chow. But, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so she got to take that and poor little girl. I'm up here make, I'm drinking on my greens smoothie that's actually really good for you and because I was walking and um, my daddy said oh my god you look like you lost weight her person that told me this and I said well I guess so I haven't been able to eat or taste anything or smell anything but soup so yeah I guess I would have lost some pounds by now Uh, but now I got my, you know, I'm now, I can taste and smell stuff now, which is good. Mm-hmm. So it took about a total of five days to completely get someone back to myself. But I was hot because I, I, I was going through these years Flying out away from it. You know, I was flying out away from that Rona. I was flying out that way. And when I went into the clinic, and I, oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'm not going to talk about just one. Thank God for getting me through this. Because um, I ain't going to lie to you. When, you. when you get it, you don't know. Like, if it hits you kind of, like, crazy, you don't know what is going to happen. You know? You don't. So I was a little nervous. My my anxiety was a little high. I had to take some common tea, you know, and I didn't want to talk to people, uh, really, because I don't know when you just in that that mood, you just don't want to talk to people. You know, my dad was calling me. I was texting him, just let him know I was okay. See how he was. Don't worry about me. He was okay. Um, you know, and it's just like, I just needed to, because, you know, sometimes, like, my family and friends don't mean no harm, but sometimes when you talk to them, sometimes they make make it worse, and they don't mean no harm because they don't know that they're making it worse, but they're making it worse, okay? <laughs> so that's why I kind of, like, laid low from the family and friends really talking about it. You know, a lot of times I just would say I'm under the weather. And nine times out of ten people say she got the Rona. You know, they don't know that that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Okay, that's what it is. Even when I didn't have it, that's, that's what people say. I was like, I didn't have the Rona. The last time I was sick, I did not have it. But this time I can say I did because I had all the damn symptoms. I mean, I was weak as hell. Okay, anywho. <laughs> Sorry for sniffing like that. That sounds really disgusting. But, you know, we family, right? We family. So, anywho, let me tell you. Speaking of that, so I want to suggest something to my family and my friends or anybody that's between the ages of 25 to 45, okay? Y'all got to remember, y'all have... um, Elders, uh, 
older people that is in their 60s and 70s that have Facebook, okay? So the things that you put on Facebook could come up on their timeline. You're not speaking to your, your homies and people that know you, like, talk crazy or whatever. You're When you post something on Facebook and you have a lot of friends, and some of those friends are your elderly family relatives or family friends or whoever they are to you, but they're close to you or they just your friends, um, they're going to see your post. So this just reminds me uh, when my cousin... Uh, put up a post where it sounds like it was it was it, it was not a great great time happening for him because he courted supposedly and uh the way he made the post next day you know my phone rings it, it's one of my cousins who is like my mother in the age so you know she's an older lady in her 60s and uh uh, or 70s, you know, and and and, she, and I love her, and she uh, she was like, oh hey Tasha, I said yes. She said, did you did you see uh, Faye youngest boy? What a Faye youngest boys? And I said, I have Faye youngest boy. One of them. So I'm thinking, oh I know which cousin. Okay. She was like, yeah, he, uh, did you see his post? He said he caught, he caught the vet, COVID. <laughs> oh, shit. And I said, uh, oh, oh, okay, so let, you know, she said, yeah, it sounds pretty serious. Lord, she was concerned, okay? So I read it, and I said, oh, let me DM this boy and see what he talk I talked to him. He said, oh, actually, I actually talked to him on the phone. He said, oh, no, cuz, I was putting that up there because, like, you know, my job. My job be checking my uh, my social media. I ain't want to go to work. I was like, what the? Yo, you got to chill. Or maybe have a separate page where you don't have your elderly family members or, or, or relatives thinking, some worse because they were very concerned. Okay? Okay? So, you know, like, you know, these, these older people just be, they just love their Facebook and bingo, and they retire majority of them, and, and this is the way they can communicate and kind of stay hip to what's going on, you know? So why scared them like that? Don't scare them like that. Don't, don't do that to them. So I had to let her know. I said, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. But my dumb, uh, well, my crazy, well, my cousin, who's your family too, your cousin, uh, he was playing around. He wasn't for real. And you shouldn't play with that, though. Because with me, you know, getting it, I don't play with that. You know, you don't, I don't want to play with no type of sickness. I don't, you know, if I don't want to go to work, I just can't, I make a different excuse. I just can't go there. I mentally drained. I don't want to play with saying I'm sick in no type of way. Okay. 
Because you know you don't want to play with that type of stuff. But anywho, my cousin play too much. He does. He play too he play too damn much. Love him to death. I love my cousin. But he played too much. Like my brother. He plays too much since we were younger. He always play, he plays too much. Scare my poor cousin. Oh goodness. Uh, uh, uh. Anyhow, is the shit show. <laughs> Who I finally got into uh, watching um, Love After Lockup. Oh my goodness, what's the little sweet girl named Monica and uh, the guy? He probably he's little, you know, and she's bigger and. She's a beautiful girl. You know, they always want to emphasize big women when they with little men or big women in general. They always want to talk about that. I mean, that's the first thing you do. You always want to fat shame people. All you can do is say somebody fat. Like, that's so bad to be fat. Oh, my goodness. Here you go. Anywho. Uh, poor baby girl, just leave that man alone. Okay. I can't tell people really what to do with their relationship, but that there don't seem like that's going to work out. I mean, he got a lot going on, and uh, I'm not saying you can't be down for somebody because you do whatever you want because everybody make mistakes, everybody go through stuff. But you know when somebody's truly using you or not really there for you. And any man that's getting out of prison, of course he's ready to get into some cooter. He don't care. Like, he's like, oh, yes. You know? And it's like, you know, I always say to people, you got to love yourself. You know, you really do. You have to really evolve. And the reason I can say this because I've been in that boat. Not what people, like, not love after lockup, but just wasting my time with somebody that didn't really like me or like me, you know? Um, so it's like, I had to check out. It's a wrap for your baby. Do 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 do. You know, so I had to like look at myself and say, you know what, Tasha? Do you like you? Cause you worry about him liking you, but do you like you? Do you love yourself? And I said, no, I can't because I'm letting this nigga. I mean, excuse me, I'm letting this person. Sorry, Black History Month. Um, this particular young man treat me not like I'm supposed to be treated, okay? Because I'm not treating myself. People treat you how you think you should be treated. And that you don't think too much of yourself, okay? (coughs) So I just hope that she realized that this might not be a good idea. And a lot of ladies on there, not even just her situation, a few other women on there that you're like, uh, no. And I always feel like men who get out of prison, I always think they should do work on themselves a lot of times, but then I realized the psychology part of it. If you've been in a prison for a little while or a good while, 
get it out. It's it's like readjusting your whole process. And you didn't go in there and really learn anything. You didn't get, they don't, when they send people to prison, they don't give them like classes on how to reintegrate back into society and other ways to uh, provide for yourself. No, they give them a token and they draws back and tell them to go back in the same neighborhood that you got arrested. Also, they send them to maybe a halfway house that doesn't make any sense. That halfway house or the probation officer may tell you, oh, here on these programs and stuff. I don't know if you got a good probational officer that will help you in that way. Not all of them may not do it, you know? So it's just like, it's a lot of things I think people who go to prison and get out, they, I think first they do need to focus on themselves instead of just jumping into a relationship. But I get it. It's like, I've been with the same person. I'll, I need to have some coaching, you know? I get you, you get you, man. Or if you're a woman that's been locked up, I need to have some dick. I get it. Whatever you like. Okay. But I think you get so distracted, it easily pull back into those same behaviors. It makes you it makes it harder for you to be out here and get on a, a different path than going down. I mean, why keep making the criminal justice rich when you can just figure it out and do other things so you know you won't have to wind up going back to jail, you know? And the reason why so many people going back and forth is because that's how the criminal justice, they don't want to give, provide these programs or opportunities for these ex-convicts. They want them to keep coming back. That's why they send them out with their happy-go-lucky and be like, hey, go ahead and try to live a great life and let everybody tell you no when you go to apply for a job. You know, and it gets, it gets ridiculous. So I'm thankful that it is a prison reform programs happening. And I'm also thankful that it is employers, you know, um, accepting people who have been in prison before for non, you know, offensive, violent crimes. Um, and for the people who have had violent crimes, have programs for those people to help them learn not to be violent, you know? And that's going to take some time because everybody processes. You can't save the world because, I mean, mind you, it's still going to be crime no matter what you do, but it is a good proportion that you can try to help. And uh, so I always think people, now it's okay if you do have a woman or a husband or a man that's in your corner when you get out. And maybe that's a good thing for you. But I feel like all these people who are just jumping in these relationships, jumping them, and and that's all your focus is. And then you wind up. Because one thing um, for a a man, if you get out of prison and you start dating a woman, you're going to start feeling, some men going to start feeling inferior because they're going to be like, dang, I can't even provide for her. So what do you think? How do you make money fast? How did I make it before? Especially if you lived that lifestyle. You know, I made fast money. What do you think? She's going to want to start going on trips. You think she's going to want to fit the bill all the time? 
No, that's why I always say you need to work on yourself. And also, it's going to probably be the woman be like, no, I don't care. what." And you need to sit her down and talk to her and tell her, like, I like you a lot. But if we want this to work, I got to make sure I'm getting myself together. We can date. We can go out. But I don't want the pressure of, you know, being really fully committed if I know I can't do the things that you're going to want me to do for you. And I'm going to feel comfortable about it. So I think, but that's just my personal opinion, that could be a good way of life and help you from going, not going back to prison, you know? Uh, but yeah, that's just a little advice I have, but it's really interesting show. If you haven't watched love, uh, love after lockup, watch it. It is something else. Now, speaking of dating anxiety, every time, um, I keep getting locked out of my Instagram. I don't even know why I even open it and then log out. It won't let me reset passwords or nothing. I gave up. I said, I don't need to be on social media anyway. You know? Um, but I'm going to tell you something. Somebody was like, oh, I, you know, when you're out here in the world, yes, I go to a lot of sporting events and places where it is a lot of men. So it's not hard, I guess. You know, like, they, you know, some do seem interesting and some don't. And you just keep it moving. But when I'm at a particular, when I'm at certain sporting events, I'm not really there for men. I'm there to see the game. And what good meal did they have sometimes if I'm hungry? You know, I might want a soft press or some wings or something. I don't know till I get there. Um, but me intentionally going there for men? No, I don't. Uh, so people always say, oh, you gotta, you can't, you ain't gonna be able to date if you don't stay, if you stay in the house. I actually like being in my house more now, you know? Um, if I go out and about and if it, if it is something that is interesting, yeah, I don't mind giving that person a conversation to see. But don't ever tell me to get on a freaking online dating site. Because let me tell you something. It is some freaking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs out here. <coughs> Been having nightmares. These people are killing. They're targeting people. And they're killing them. I don't want nothing. Or they got these freaky ass fetishes. You know, I got big chests. Somebody tell me put chicken wings and syrup on my chest. I'm going to be mad. I mean, I heard some real crazy stories. And I'm just the type of person because I think my personality just gravitates to everything. I can see me just picking up a fool. And I don't want to do that. I've been living a solitude life right now uh, for a while. And I've been meeting people uh, when I'm out. Don't last. Doesn't last. Or I don't pay attention, you know, um, a lot of times. Uh, 
but I'm the mean to people, you know, um, but it's, it's just a shit show. I don't know if my purpose is to be dating or have a significant other. I mean, I'm cool with my dog. I'm happy. And that's another thing. Why do people think that you're not happy when you're single? I don't understand it. It's very weird to me. I feel like if God wants me to have somebody when I'm out and about and I meet them, then that's fine and dandy. But I am not forcing anything. It's totally a shit show out here. But I don't know what they want. Oh, my goodness. They don't know what they want, okay? Also, uh... If you're if you're dating, um, if you're in your twenties or no matter what age you are, women especially, I'm speaking to black and brown young women because I feel like we are always uh, targeted uh, when we say we're talking to more than one person, um, and I think that's wrong because you know you don't be dissing people uh, because. They're, they have a dated life. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get to know people. Like, you are not committed to one person. Like, I, I don't understand. And if somebody did decide to jump into a relationship, let them learn. Like, I don't get it. Why do it's such a hypocritical society? If a woman, like, for instance, I don't know Lori Harvey, and I don't know Meek Mill. They said Meek Mill supposed to have this Lori Harvey. I love Meek Mill. I like his music. I love Lori Harvey. I thought he gave her a shout-out on one of his songs. I, if he was to say, like, something crazy about her in the song that is, like, offensive about her dating... I think that's a little hypocritical because men always like men, especially if they look at you at a certain standard. Oh my gosh, it's just so crazy. It's like, oh, you don't date around, right? Oh, yes, I do. I date around because you know why you date around. And even if you didn't date around, it's okay for me to date around because I don't know who I want to be with. And this is how I get to know people. It's not worried about my cooch. You are not my GYN, which I do go get checked. Do you? You know, like, it's just, it's, 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 it's sad. I don't know the whole, whole story about that, but that's just, he said, she said, he said, whatever. And who knows? You know, at the end of the day, it ain't our business, but. In general, talking to regular schmegular folks, men do judge us if we are dating multiple people. And I just feel like you shouldn't. Because at the end of the day, you're not committed to nobody. (coughs) Until you say, yes, I'm going to marry you, I'll be with you. Whatever floats your boat. Right now, I'm zero. I have nobody I'm dating. Nobody I'm talking to. I just talk to people when I'm out and about. Now, don't ask me for my number. Say, no, I'm just playing. But don't think you can text. If I give you my number and you text me two weeks later saying, well, hey, what you doing? It's a wrap. 
for you, baby. Just remember that. Don't play with my nonchalant shit. Because let me tell you one thing. I ain't about chasing. I ain't about uh, going through phones. I'm not about if you feel me or not. Look, 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 look. At a certain age, it's a rap for that shit, okay? So, that's all I'm going to say. But anyway, I just wanted to come over here and uh, come over here. Come on here and just let y'all know what was going on with me. Y'all stay safe. I'm masking it up again. Two masks out. I hope y'all stay safe. Uh, uh, Still do that six feet if you can. Uh, Wash your hands. Do everything you can. Make sure you're taking all your damn vitamins. And uh, yeah, keep a COVID test in your pocketbook. All right now. Well, y'all take care now. All right. Peace out.